You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Jody Miller Young, and today we're talking with dog and cat fashion designer Joanna Aqua from the new fashion brand Pet Monarchy. Before we find out what this new cool brand is all about, we're going to take a short commercial break, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. We'll be right back after a short pause. Your dog loves going for a walk, but what do you do when the weather just won't cooperate? Your canine companion shouldn't have to come home cold, wet, and uncomfortable. Zippy Dynamics has created a chic, revolutionary, and functional suit that covers your best friend from head to toe. Our apparel is stylish and remarkably protective against all weather. You and your dog deserve the best, and Zippy Dynamics is here to provide. Visit ZippyDynamics.com now and receive free shipping on all orders for a limited time. Zippy Dynamics, clothing of a different breed. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Jody Miller Young, and we're talking today to Joanna Aqua, the chief designer of Pet Monarchy. Hey, Joanna. Hello, Jody. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing today? Excellent. I'm so excited. I'm very happy that actually you invited me to your beautiful listeners who actually will be listening about my pet designs. I'm so excited. Well, we're excited to talk to you because Pet Monarchy is a pretty cool brand. I think I discovered you like early on when I started Bark and Swagger, my site, and I thought really, really interesting. And I loved the whole sort of concept behind it, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So let's tell listeners how you got started with Pet Monarchy. How did it happen? Okay, so thank you, first of all, for all the compliments you gave me just now. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I was always into the visual arts, always, all my life. And it all started because of Coco Mao, my soulless baby. She's a sphinx who I love. It's the love of my life, and she's my muse. First, I opened the pet blog because of her, then the corporation, after that, the pet boutique. And after, finally, I was ready to present the world my fashion you know, so that's how it all happened. I went through the steps one by one, and that's what I got right now. I'm a pet fashion designer. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it how it happens, though? I mean, it all were inspired by the pets that we love. It happened with me with Couture by Sophie, and I hear this over and over again. And I want to talk more about Coco Mao because she has quite the life, but we'll do that in a second. You, I mean, as people can hear, you have an accent. You were born and raised <laughs> in Europe. You lived and traveled all over the world. You had a very exciting childhood in terms of what you were into and what you were exposed to. Tell us a little bit about that because our early lives always impact our vision for what we do in life. So tell us about that. Oh, I was a very lucky child. I went to school earlier than other children. And since the beginning of my life, I was surrounded by best European scholars. 
artists, musicians, scientists. Since I was born, I was exposed to different languages because of my parents being from different countries and cultures, and also because we travel so much and we live in so many countries. So I feel very blessed because I was able to actually receive some awards in biology, chemistry, art, and music. I know it's stretchy, but that's what it was. But I have to tell you the secret. I'm yes. really bad in history. I'm really You're really bad, bad in, in what? History. 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 Oh, okay. History. Yeah, I'm very bad in history. So that's my really dirty secret. <laughs> well, we, we all have an Achilles heel. Where were you born in Europe? Well, I was born in Poland and my parents, as I told you earlier, they were from two different cultures and each of them has more than one culture because my mom comes from three different backgrounds. My father comes from two different backgrounds. So I was Where? Where? We're yeah. interested. <laughs> we want to know. <laughs> if I'm going to start to talk about my family, we're going to take all the interview. So I just, you know, if people want to find out about that, they can call me directly or go on my blog. There's always more there. All right. So does your European style or sensibilities from your early childhood influence any of your creations? Yes, it surely does. But since I grew up with so many different cultures, traditions and styles of life, you know, I like to bring my influences from all over the globe. So because I want to make my designs cater to the people, to different styles, to different people, to actually vary tastes. It's not like people have one taste. Some people like styles from 80s, some people like historical pieces. I want to please everyone, as many people as I can, and their pets. Okay. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about Coco Mao Aqua. Your cat has quite the life. You describe her on the site as part human, cat, monkey, and dog. Tell us about how she fits into your fashion brand in terms of her day-to-day life. I know you told us that she inspired it, but how does she fit into it in, you know, in terms of your day-to-day life? Coco Mao is a petterbald sphinx. According to the French people, they say that characteristics of this thing specifically are cat-like, dog-like, baby-like, and of course, monkey-like. Kokomo fits perfectly with description, I have to say. And that's why I call my company actually Pet Monarchy because she's so regal. She is so graceful. She's a ladylike. You see her posing and she does it naturally. She loves to pose and she gets like people attention and she even poses better. She knows she's beautiful. That's what she believes. And since she's so gentle and fragile because she's a tiny kitty, she's five, six pounds between five and six pounds. Aww. You know, I, I, yeah, so I learned that I have to pay more attention, extra attention towards pants comfort, you know, in my design. So she makes me a more attentive designer. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. You know, you said that she has, you called your company Pet Monarchy because she has a very sort of regal look and feeling about her. I noticed that many of your designs have a royal feeling to them. Lots of shimmery fabrics and, you know, like your satin dresses, your bedding, the bows. So this is intended and it comes from Coco, yeah? Yes. Everything what I design has a message, inspiration and intention behind it. I believe that every animal on the planet should be treated with respect and love. 
And that's why I want to provide this luxury designed to any budget. And if you observe animals, you will notice. I know you're saying where I'm coming with this. If you observe animals, you will notice that they are all very graceful, not only Kokomau, regal almost. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why scientists call them animal kingdom. And that's why, hence, I believe that every pet is really royal to me and probably to their parents or pet owners. Absolutely. I think you're, <laughs> you're preaching to the converted here. <laughs> um, yes, before so. we get into talking about your specific designs, which are beautiful, you okay. started drawing fashion designs very early at the age of 12, and you said about 100 a day. What inspired you to create your designs then and now? I have to be terribly honest now. It was just and still is my inner calling. Virtually everything in my life could make me inspired. And I like to really spend time to, you know, watch animals in motion. So this is the crucial part of my designing for pets because I want to create fashion actually matching their lifestyle, comfort and beauty. Wonderful. And along those lines, you also consider colors, light and texture in every piece you design too, which I guess is your interest, you know, that goes way back in art. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love to connect pet fashion with science, arts, and even music. That's true. Unfortunately, I do. I treat my designs more like, I would say, complex projects with artistic angle on them, more than like just plain functionality. So I want to make sure that it's the best I could do. And I'm a detail-oriented person, and I have to admit, I'm afraid I'm a perfectionist, and I can't help it. Okay. Oh, my designs are very well taught. Okay. So, for example, you have this beautiful cat scarf on the site that I love. It almost looks like a satin accordion piece. Tell us about it and tell us your inspiration for creating that. Oh, thank you for liking it. When I designed any garment, I think of characteristics and needs of the cat. So, cats are very usually very shy with their clothing. So scarf would be very training wheel to prepare them to wear outfits. Most mm. cats, you know, need show, like most cats need slow transition. Mm -hmm. So scarf will be one of them. And I made it simple and elegant, but yet I use the shiny stones to actually make a modern, more like a modern piece. So it will match to the younger generation as well. I want to always convey my designs to different generations, different walks of life, different budgets. Okay, interesting. Your vests also are very beautiful. Tell us about the fabrics that you're using on these vests and the one vest in particular that you make that goes on differently than any vest I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I appreciate so much your compliment. The vest you mentioned is based on the pure laws of physics, so it stays without the enclosure, but it has to be made to measure. And the rest is my secret. <laughs> <laughs> and the materials that you, just to sort of give people a, a better idea, this vest does not close like a normal vest might with a Velcro closure in the front and around the belly. There's no closures like that at all on this vest. The paws go through the armholes and yeah. the physics of the way it's designed keeps it in place. Yeah? That's, you, you just perfect. You just said it. I would say, I would not say it better than you did. So, yes, thank you for describing you're, it. You're welcome. Good. And the fabrics <laughs> are absolutely beautiful. Talk a little bit about these fabrics that you're using. 
Okay, I use all different fabrics. I go to Pet Fashion District. I pick them by the hand. I have to touch. I have to feel. I have to have connection between me and the people who sell them. So all the pieces which I make, it's just with the image in my head I have. And then if I found the pieces matching my image, it's very beautiful. But sometimes you don't. So what do you do? You change your image. You know, I'm pretty creative. I mean, I'm just, I have this brain which produces so many things in my head that I don't really cry about it. I just change it around it and make it happen. So, yes, I use that's Yeah. That's what we have to do as designers sometimes, because sometimes what we, <laughs> what we draw on paper or we see in our heads doesn't work out the same way in the real world. So we do have to be flexible. Listeners, you can see these beautiful brocade vests that Joanna makes on the Bark and Swagger page of the Pet Life Radio site. So you can see what we're talking about. What we're going to do now is we're going to take a short break. So hold that thought, Joanna. And um, when we come back, We'll find out more about how Joanna designed some of her other beautiful things and an exciting event that she has coming up. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back. Right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady. I travel from coast to coast to pet trade shows and consumer events to scout out what the hottest, hippest, and most unique pet products are on the planet, bringing you tips and tricks from top veterinarians, groomers, trainers on how to safely travel and live happily with your pets. The Pet Lady will be in a city near you, showing off the latest and greatest tech pet gadgets, cozy comforts, and fab gift ideas for man's and woman's best friend. You can learn more at thepetlady.net or connect socially and tweet with me at Pet Lady World. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. The giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling out in the world trips or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on A Super Smiley Adventure. Good boy. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Jody Miller-Young, and we're here with Joanna Aqua of Pet Monarchy. Joanna, some of your designs, I said, have this royal feeling, and some of the fabrics that you use lend themselves to that as well. But you have something that I thought was very cute, too, on the site, these reversible faux fur coats. Tell us a little bit about that, and what made you want to do a, a reversible faux fur? Oh, sure. Thank you. You know, I want people to be able to enjoy my fashion and its functionality as well as the artistic part of it. So I wanted to make the option to switch between the looks with the same garment. And I have very exciting news to tell you that actually I start to do the matching pants for the boys, reversible, the matching scarves for boys and girls, the matching skirts for both as well. And, you know, and also I made the matching bedding so they can buy as a one piece 
completely or they can buy each piece separately. It's up to the clients. But I make the reversible stuff because I think that sometimes we get bored, you know, with the same color or the same texture. And I wanted to bring it and to make it more fun for people to actually Absolutely. have fun That's, Yeah, that is a lot of fun. And it's a great idea. And it's also more economical because people feel like they can get two completely different outfits, you know, from one. So that's wonderful. I can't wait to see. You say that it's your hope that pet fashion will help pet parents better understand their pets and have an even deeper bond with them. And we know and are learning more and more every day about, you know, that the human-animal bond is so deep and impacts so much. Tell us about how you see fashion doing that. Since I really observe pets and I love to watch pets since I was a child, I noticed that every time people dress their pets, they actually associate their tiny babies with children, indeed. And when I notice that, I notice that they spend more time, they talk to their pets, they treat them like a tiny humans. Mm-hmm. So I try to make the pet fashion because I want to bring awareness. I love Animal Kingdom. I really appreciate their life here and I think we need them so much and I wanted to make sure that my fashion is not only for sale, it's not only about art, it's about giving back and that's why I always get involved in the fundraisers and the bond which we're talking about. I see it as a as not really something new. I see that everyone could discover it inside of themselves. And I want to bring the pet fashion, especially to the young people who mistreat sometimes animals, as we see, all of us see. And I want them, you know, if something is fashionable and cute, they will be more prone to keep the pet. They will be more prone to love it, to spend time. And let's remember that actually pets feel our nonverbal language. They Mm -hmm. feel us. Touch, they feel our attention and they give us after that very beautiful love, unconditional love. So right. that's where I'm coming with that whole bond because I want to make sure that I give back to the animals. It's not only about making money. It's not only about showing my designs and become someone. It's about really them. You know, I look at Coco Mao and I love her so much. And I'm pretty much sure your listeners love each of them, each male pet. And I want to make sure that we we actually make even more, you know, than just love the pets we already love, but we teach others to love them. Absolutely. And I think you're absolutely right about that. And there are other designers I've spoken with who also feel the same way that people who dress their pets tend to be engaged with them on a level that means they're less likely to mistreat them or, like you said, they do treat them more like their babies. Exactly. Exactly. You have designed for some well-known dogs in the pet world. One of them is a favorite of Bark and Swagger's. Her name is Sophia Loren, and she is a very beautiful Pomeranian who Anne Maria Tafoya rescued and has given a wonderful, wonderful life. I saw Sophia Loren wearing one of your designs at Blog Paws, a conference that I was at last May in Las Vegas. Tell us a little bit about what you made for her. Wow, that story actually is very interesting because Pepper's Pomeranian mom contacted me that she and Sophia's mom want some designer to design something special for them for blog post conference in Las Vegas. And I was really hesitant because she told me that there's like a logo on the top of the dress. And she said, you know, Joanna, I want couture. There have to be a twin dresses and we wanted glamorous. And I said, okay, you know what? I'm up for the challenge and I designed double train 
luxury tassel with the beading and I put extra beading, handmade beading on the top train because there are two trains to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the beading looks like a drops of water in the light on the pearl because the color of the dress, it's a parallelized color. And when you look at this, it reminds you like of the pearl with the drops of the water in the morning. And this was Beautiful. my actually imagination towards this dress. Thank you. Beautiful. And the dress was fabulous looking. We're, I'm actually going to have a picture up there. So listeners, you can go to the Bark and Swagger page of Pet Life Radio and see a picture of the blog pause dress that Joanna designed for Sophia. It was really lovely. And, you know, yes, it, it has the blog pause logo on it, but it's done in a way that it just makes it all look interesting as opposed to ostentatious. It's very, very nice. Joanna, I understand that you recently did a very exciting event. You were asked to be the designer for an L.A.-based fashion show called Inspire. Tell us about that. Oh, it was a beautiful, magnificent show. It was a red carpet event and a fundraiser in one. And basically, it was about inspiring people to see the bond between the animals and the humans. And it's very important for me as a pet fashion designer to represent the companies or nonprofits who actually make a betterment for pets' life. And then I was invited to this show because they felt like I'm covering the bond, that I understand the bond between the pet and the human. And that's what they want to show. There were a lot of beautiful celebrities, animal loving, and they bring awareness to animal kingdom. So along these, you know, human-animal bond that you're talking about, which we're hearing more and more about um, how deep and important that is, this was also a fundraiser, I understand, right? What was it fundraising for? This was fundraiser for Animal History Museum, and Mm -hmm. it was event conducted in Hotel W on Hollywood Boulevard in Beverly Hills, during the LA Fashion Week. So it was a real fashion show with the real human designers and Mm -hmm. one pet designer, which happened to be me. So listeners, we have some pictures up on the Bark and Swagger page for you to see of a couple of Joanna's designs for the show. Can you describe a couple of them to us? Okay, of course, it was upcoming Halloween. So as you see, a few of my designs are a little bit more with the sense of humor. And I hope you enjoy that. And I hope, I mean, people like it. Four of my designs actually were auctioned for the cost. And the rest of the couture is available upon request. We can make the same pieces. Of course, those pieces are already sold out and we can make the same pieces. And I want to tell you that, as you see, there is a historical fashion. There's a modern fashion. There is something for everyone and even a quirky fashion. Even the people who are really considered unusual and also something for hipsters. So it's for everyone. It's for, I use some flannel. I use, I was asked not to use any silks because it's cruelty free event. I was asked not to use any silks because it's a cruelty free event. And I made sure I use actually the fabrics which are in the human fashion right now. So I use some sequins. I use flannel also. And I use some, I have to say everything, brocades as usual. I use some velvet. I use many different fabrics, as you can see on the pictures. And I wanted to make sure that there's something for everyone. Mm -hmm. And that some people who like classic designs, they will find themselves in some of those designs. I would say, oh, well, I can buy this for my pet. And some people who are more 
fun, quirky, or they just like to have a different outfit, they'll find that too. And of course, I wanted to cater to people who want to buy some special Halloween outfit, which would be a couture outfit for that special Halloween night. Fantastic. Now, this question is totally left field. I'm just going to warn you, but I was intrigued. (laughs) I wanted to find out more. Coco has created a Sphinx Cat Yoga Series. You got that right, listeners. Sphinx Cat Yoga Series. What the heck is that? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Everybody are actually asking me about that. You know, Coco Mouse, she's a little bit like a monkey and like cat and like a dog. She's very flexible and she's very good in performance. So I look at her and I said, you know what? She's actually making yoga positions. So I said, how would be fun to make a book? For humans, with the actually animals performing the positions and tiny description. And you know what? We can maybe teach children how to make yoga, simple yoga, nothing complicated, uh-huh. guys, nothing with the, with the leg on the neck, okay? Because we want to make sure that the children are safe. So Coco <laughs> was writing a book now, right? <laughs> yes, she's writing the book. We are in the process and I'm so glad you asked. Yes. That's so funny. We can't wait to see it. Your motto is adopt, love, enjoy, and spoil pets. We couldn't agree more. You're preaching to the converted here, and we love what you do. Where can people purchase your wonderful made-to-order designs, Joanna? Okay, they could go on my website. It's petmonarchy.com. They can call me directly. The numbers are publicly on my website. And actually, I like to talk to people. I like to give them free estimate. I want to give them free advice. It's just like, call me, guys, and ask me questions. And yes, I design for any species. You have a, a lion, I'll design for him. You have <laughs> like a big fish, like a shark in your tank, and you want the outfit, I'll make it waterproof, okay? And even if for the humans, and if you want to see some of my human designs, as you see in Retail Expo, my human design, so if you like that, we design matching outfits for the pets and owners, or just only for owners. Lots of fun. Lots and lots of fun. (laughs) So, listeners, that's petmonarchy.com. P-E-T-M-O-N-A-R-C-H-Y.com. I'm so sorry to say we're out of time, but Joanna, thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate so deeply. Sure. And you are such a delight. And thank you for asking me this wonderful question. You really made me think. And you know what? I think you inspired me today as well. So thank oh, you, Johnny. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Well, we'll be watching out for your new designs and hearing about your successes. And we look forward to that. And listeners, thank you all for listening. And thanks to our producer, Mark Winter, who makes us sound so good. My passion is fashion. So tune in next time to discover the designers, styles, and home decor I love. And don't forget to visit me at BarkAndSwagger.com where you'll find great fashion stories and more. So until next time, when fierce fashion calls, bark and swagger. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.